This is WTSR's Third and Long, and I'm Chandler. I'm Justin. And we are here again with another episode covering the latest sports news. All right, Justin, what are you thinking? Start out with some World Series? Sounds good to me. Okay, so the Dodgers took it the the 2020 weird season COVID World Series. Crazy. It was a great series. And of course, there had to be a 2020 twist at the end with Justin Turner being pulled for coronavirus in the middle of the game. Crazy. But Dodgers earned it. So it's a good series. Yep. Played in six games. A lot of people were confused by the fact that the Dodgers hadn't won it sooner, which I mean, I think the Rays, they held their own. Dodgers were definitely favored, but it was it was a good series. Yeah, it was good for the Dodgers to finally get a win after losing like the last, they were in the NLCS or in the World Series the past four years and they lost every single time. So it was good for them to get a win. Yeah, their last World Series win wasn't, uh, it was 1988. It's a long time without a win. And again, the Rays have gone even longer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hopefully they'll be able to win it soon because they also have a very good team. So they'll be they'll be back in the playoffs next year for sure. Yeah, they'll definitely be good contenders next year. That their dynamic with the Yankees, that'll be good. Yeah, as long as they don't pull Blake Snell when they need him, then <laughs> they'll be in good shape. <laughs> well, in other sports news, the Big Ten returned this weekend for the oh, first yes. time of the season after missing the first few weeks. So the uh, Wisconsin kicked that off against Illinois on Friday night. Then other Big Ten teams played on Saturday. So that was exciting, just seeing more college football when there really wasn't supposed to be much of any. And then now all these games to watch. That's fun. I know, yeah. Now it's like Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, and then once in a while, Tuesday. Yeah, then we got some COVID (laughs) games in the mix from the NFL, just throwing them at random days of the week. (laughs) There's football every day now. It's great. It's it's incredible. (laughs) Yeah, Justin Fields, he's looked really good so far. He's looked great. And Trevor Lawrence, he's looked great as expected. Both have looked very good. Yeah, it'll be exciting to watch Trevor Lawrence. You see the, that he was saying that um, he's going to play another year if the Jets get first round or first pick of the draft. Did he say that? Really? Because yeah, he doesn't want to play for the Jets. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. <laughs> somebody else did that. I forget who it was. Some quarterback that's in the NFL now, they chose to play another year of college because it was going to be some bad, like, franchise team to draft them that you know it doesn't have a good building like who it was I'm trying to think I mean I know Justin Herbert he stayed an extra year but he wasn't going to be like the first pick anyways yeah I'm Mm. not sure I don't know but it does sound very familiar yeah (laughs) but yeah I couldn't believe that like he would say that just nope not going to the Jets (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Jets are awful. They even for Trevor Lawrence, they'd probably ruin his career too. So <laughs> I know, because that is the thing, like being the number one overall pick, but then to be the number one overall pick, you're often going to a team who has been in a slump for 
years on end. It's not just right. one bad season they're having. It's often season after season. So then right. you're like this all-star in college, and then you got to start at the bottom for the NFL. Exactly. I think he should just – if he has confidence in himself, he can – take over the Jets and he can try and get them back on track. Cause it was only a few years ago that they were, you know, Super Bowl contenders making the NFC championship game with Mark Sanchez and a great defense. So I think if Trevor Lawrence were to come in, they got rid of Adam Gaze. I think they could try and in a few years, they could be much better than they are now. I agree. Because as you said, like they have the potential, they've been there before. It's not like they haven't been to the playoffs in decades. They're, they have the dynamic. They are still a professional football team. <laughs> they have the capacity. <laughs> uh, well, then moving on to the NFL, did you see the Pro Bowl was canceled for the first time? Yeah, I did. I saw that. No big surprise, but um, I was reading then that they really want to change the Pro Bowl altogether, like after this year, which I feel like they've been trying to do for the past few years. They've been trying to like run it different ways because they had that one year that it wasn't even NFC against AFC. It was like they picked captains or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, because um, I mean, since so many players like Rogers, he hasn't played in a Pro Bowl in years on end because so many of these big names like Brady. They choose not to play because it's just a risk of injury and it's not really a real game in any sense. Everyone's right. there yeah. just having fun. Um, so they want to try to make the Pro Bowl to be like, I don't even know, just less injury prone, like in a way to get these big name players back wanting to participate in the pro, in the in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I think they could, like, do, like, flag football or something like that. Because then it would be, like, very interesting seeing, like, them all play flag football. It would be high scoring. And I bet all the players would be much more inclined to play. And if they did, I don't know, you know, five on five or six v six, and they had, like, a bunch of different teams where, like, yeah, it'd be like a tournament. Drafting. Yeah, it could be, like, really interesting. And they would go hard, I'm sure. Oh, of course. Just like they do in the skills challenge when they yeah. have, like, dodgeball and like the quarterback accuracy challenge and stuff because those things are pretty interesting like they're more fun to watch than the pro bowl to be honest yeah i agree <laughs> definitely the pro bowl's just a joke <laughs> it's a joke nobody it's only when odell beckham jr was there and dancing was like the only time people <laughs> watch the pro bowl <laughs> uh well some other news is we were talking about fitzpatrick yes tragic announced that he'll be now taking the bench the second string and well perhaps never being a starting quarterback again I know it was so depressing to hear that because you know he when he's like they're good they're not even a bad team they're like three and three five hundred they're right in the mix for the playoffs and then they bring in Tua for the last drive. Fitzpatrick's like getting the crowd all pumped up for his backup quarterback. And then next day he's like, yeah, you're benched for no reason. So, but I heard the, the Cowboys might try and trade for him. So that's what I was going to say after Andy Dalton's not so good game this past <laughs> week. I think that he like Fitzpatrick, he could do well in the Cowboys, but I, I just couldn't believe the Dolphins making that move to, um, 
to Ben Fitzpatrick because the Dolphins had a one and three start. They weren't looking good. Fitzpatrick won two games in a row. Then they were one game behind the Bills, who were first place in the AFC East. And then Fitzpatrick, he's been doing great, and they just choose to bench him. And, like, you know, it's it's his second year on the team, and he's created this dynamic around him. He's definitely a leader on the field. And just in the middle of the season like that, after he's on this high to bench him, I just wonder now what will happen with Miami. Yeah, because, like, if I were a Dolphins fan, I would really be pretty upset with that if my team – because the Dolphins are finally, like, competing, finally have a chance with the Patriots no longer being the dominant team to win the AFC East. And then your own team sabotages yourself to bring in a rookie quarterback that, of course, he could be really good or he could also be not so good, so – I, I probably would have stayed with Fitzpatrick and if they wanted to get Tua and just bench Fitzpatrick after a loss because they're bound to lose eventually. So I agree, yeah. My friend's a Dolphins fan, and she said the same thing, She like that she was so mad that they're having Tua start over Fitzpatrick after everything that he's done for the team. Yeah, it was, it was his team. And similarly, um, how about – so Foles – the Bears, of course, choosing to start Nick Foles over Trubisky. But their offense has been doing worse since Nick Foles took over. So a little that could, you know, that might be happening with Miami in a couple weeks from now, seeing Tua with the start and just a downhill. Because both teams, they were on a roll and then choose to put in the backup. Yeah, I mean, it definitely could happen if because Tua he hasn't even played football in now a year and a half since he dislocated his hip. So who knows what he's gonna look like out there? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised they lose a couple games if and Tua looks bad if Fitzpatrick's back in to try and get the, the like three and six Miami Dolphins back in the playoff hunt. And he's just so young, you know, he's only 22. He just got drafted. Like he hasn't had much time to study under Fitzpatrick yet. He's had what, like five weeks? <laughs> it's not enough time. It's ridiculous. I, they, were, they were expecting themselves to be like terrible. And then somehow they, they're like, yeah, we'll get the two with Taviola back in after the bye. And then they didn't uh, take into account their record, I don't think at all. They're playing for next season, clearly. Yeah, definitely, which I don't know, is upsetting just seeing Fitzpatrick and then his reaction, him expressing how he said he was so, um, that he was heartbreaking for him. I don't know. That was just really sad to hear. And then people were bashing him. They're like, like, now you're going to go cry to the media? It's like, he didn't know. He didn't know that he was being pulled. Yeah, he had no clue. He's like, yeah, I'm doing a great job. I have my team at three and three. We're right in the playoff hunt. I'm playing pretty well. And then next thing you know, he's a backup quarterback. Hopefully he gets traded to a team like the Cowboys in which he can start and try and get some other team in the playoff hunt that's actually trying to make the playoffs. I agree. And then plus just already the NFC East is a hot mess. So could do him some good there, you know? It's yeah. Not a whole lot of competition. <laughs> There's no competition. <laughs> every every team's basically one or two games away from being the first pick in the NFL draft. So, 
Well, some other news that I saw was, uh, did you see the Jaguars running back was hospitalized because of COVID? Yeah, Raquel Armstead. Yeah, and this is his second time in the hospital because of it. And now, like, he's going to be done for the year, like, of course. And he's, like, apparently not doing well at all. And he's just turned 24 and, like, incredible shape and has this illness, like, this badly. It just kind of shows how much the NFL is just rushing all of this. And then plus... The poor guy, like, it isn't even the NFL, I feel like, is trying to hush it. Yeah, I mean, it's it was definitely disappointing for him. After they cut Leonard Fournette, he was supposed to be the clear starter. And then he gets coronavirus, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, he'll be back in, like, 10 days. He can retake the starting role. And then next thing you know, he's just, like, disappeared. And the NFL, it's really – now, before, at, like, start of season, one person would get coronavirus. It would be, like, shut down the game, you know, shut down the facility. Now it's, like, a whole team can get coronavirus, and they don't really seem to be doing anything. I, I think it was on last Friday, and, like, the whole Bills tight end room, besides one tight end, got coronavirus. I and so they still play the game on Sunday. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and just – like thinking of all the high possibility of having like such little is known about COVID and then high possibility of having heart issues afterwards and lung damage, regardless of how bad you had, it. you know, Cam Newton, he recovered in what a week, less than a week and was right. back on the field. But you like that mouth that the NFL is kind of just pushing this aside and just be like, no, we're just going to keep going it reminds you of a lot of the whole when CTE was starting to be recognized and the NFL trying to hush that, put concussions aside and be like, no, what are you talking about? There are helmets are fine. Concussions. No, they've just come back. Like we're good. So just kind of thinking about then the long-term effects of concussions with the CTE and then COVID with these possible, you know, heart and lung damage. Right. I feel like the NFL is taking more into account their monetary success than the health of their players, for sure. I don't even think it's close because if if they really cared about the players, they would be implementing much more strict protocols than they have now. And they would be postponing some of these games where they have substantial risks of catching the virus. If a, If three or four people on a team have coronavirus and then you continue to practice and the team continues to congregate and and play against the other team you really don't know who's going to be affected and what's going to happen definitely just putting money and all the revenue that the nfl has over the well-being of their players which is very sad just in the past week only the raiders saints panthers jaguars and Bills, all place players on the reserve slash COVID list. It's crazy. I mean, and that's only in the past week, all those teams. It's just crazy. The, they're like, and the fact that they just were still refused to go into a bubble. Yep. Still refusing. They, uh, (laughs) they won't bend anything for coronavirus. They're, they're all in on the season. (laughs) Did you see that the Titans are finally being fined? Oh, finally. That's good. It's about time that they get fined for <laughs> their t- terrible 
uh, outbreak that they had. Yeah, $3,500,000. Crazy. It's just they literally just blatantly violated the rules and held practice when they were told not to. Yeah, they literally have like 20 players at a high school football field in the middle of their quarantine to practice for I don't know what. I mean, it's not going to – I don't think it will change too much if they go and practice for an hour except to give them all coronavirus. Uh, They're lucky that like Ryan Tannehill didn't get coronavirus from that because after Cam Newton got coronavirus, he has not looked like the same quarterback that he did. He's been awful. Yeah. And do you see that um, the Raiders did uh, had something similar to the Titans? They weren't practicing, but everyone's expecting them to be fine because of the left tackle, Trent Brown. So he wasn't wearing a mask when he was supposed to be. I forget. Uh, might have been all the like offensive tackles were like meeting up. None of them were wearing masks. Then he got COVID, and then the NFL went to go do contact tracing, figure out who he had contact with. And it was, uh, and then they realized that he wasn't wearing his tracker at all. Oh, wow. So now they are most likely going to be fined. And they've already been fined, um, the Raiders head coach, for not wearing a mask on the field, $250,000. And then as well as um, they had that unauthorized player in the locker room that one time. And apparently a bunch of their players were at some indoor charity event and weren't wearing masks and they all got fined for that. <laughs> the Raiders are just a mess. They, they do not care about coronavirus at all. That's for sure. Not at all. Cause I saw that like for the giants that Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, there was a video post of them partying in New York city with no masks on. So I don't oh, know what's wow. going to come of that either. I didn't see that. Well, should we get into some week seven wins and losses? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Well, Eagles barely scooped by the Giants, winning 22 to 21. Eagles came back 12 points in the fourth quarter. The Giants had it. It, it was that game was basically defined for the Giants by Daniel Jones. It looks like they're going to win, and then next thing you know, right when they're at the finish line, they fall down. And that's basically what happened to the Giants there with Evan Ingram dropping a pivotal ball and to put the game away. And then the Eagles, very resilient team. As the previous week, they almost came back to beat the Ravens after – losing by three scores in the fourth quarter. So Eagles are definitely a team to watch going forward if they can get their team back healthy. I agree. I think they'll definitely be playoff contenders. Yep. NFC East is theirs for the taking. So, (laughs) (laughs) And the Packers beat the Texans 35 to 20. Rogers looking very good after the horrible loss in week six. Yeah, that Rodgers-Devontae-Adams connection in that game was definitely a sight to see. Yeah, Devontae had almost 200 yards. Wow. Making up for lost time. He he wants to get to over 1,000 yards receiving, even though he missed like five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and Washington beat the Cowboys 25-3. to That was a sight to see. 
Yeah, Cowboys in their current situation are definitely in trouble. They're going to have – I think – I don't think Andy Dalton is probably going to be out of protocol for this upcoming game against the Eagles, and they're going to be starting like a seventh – their seventh-round pick. It's, it's going to oh. be scary. <laughs> I know. And just um, the hit against him, against Dalton, it's just so dirty. That guy should be suspended. I mean, that was terrible. Yeah, I, I imagine he'll be fined, but that's not enough. No, that was that was really so unnecessary. It's not even like it was like a that scrappy of a game. Washington was just destroying yeah. them anyways. So it's like ridiculous, ridiculous. And he literally lowered his helmet while Dalton was like sliding. I don't think anybody thought that Dalton was not going to slide there. Yeah. It's not even like he's a running quarterback. I know. He's just like <laughs> Cam Newton, not Dak at all, but he was just trying to pick up a few yards, the poor boy. Yeah, he was just trying to get away, doing his best. Next thing you know, he's like <laughs> like unconscious on the ground. <laughs> and the Bills beat the Jets 18 to 10. Jets are still winless. Even when the Jets have a chance to win the game, and even when they have a game-winning drive, somehow they still just can't manage to get it done. And the Bills, how about their kicker? That's all they had, field goals, six for six. <laughs> <laughs> what a game. <laughs> and Saints beat the Panthers 27-24 to with a game-winning field goal. Yeah, that was a really interesting game, very close game. Teddy Bridgewater looks Excellent. Yeah, trying to cool trees. I know. I was I kind of wanted the Panthers to win. It would be good for the Panthers to get back into the mix. It's been a been a few years since their Super Bowl loss. Uh, That's what I figured. Yeah. Just something different. Yeah, too many of the same teams, you know. It's time time for some different teams to be involved. And the Steelers beat the Texans the Texans, the Titans 27 to 24. Miss Gostowski field goal there. I know. End of the game. First loss of the season. That was a good game, though, for sure. Yeah, A.J. Brown looked great. Six catches for over 150 yards. Yeah, the Titans' uh, postseason run and end of last season was definitely not a fluke. They're looking like a real contender this season, coming together. Derrick Henry, he's ridiculous. Yeah, even with their COVID outbreaks. Yeah, see, all their players already got coronavirus. Yeah. They're all good to go. They're, they're ready. They're, <laughs> they're ready. <laughs> <laughs> and the Browns beat the Bengals 37-34. Yeah, that game looked like it was over with Joe Burrow with his game-winning drive to Giovanni Bernard for the game-winning touchdown. And then somehow Baker Mayfield comes back without Odell Beckham Jr. with a minute left and wins the game. But it'll be, I think it'll be more difficult for the Browns to be such a Super Bowl contender the rest of the season without Odell Beckham Jr., but we'll see how they do. I agree. It's not too often that you hear the losing quarterback had over 400 yards and three touchdowns. Joe Burrow looks really <laughs> good. I mean, he's third in the NFL in passing yards so far this season. So, it's yeah. He definitely gets overshadowed, but I mean, he's, he's like, look at what the numbers he's putting up. Once they start getting the wins, then everyone will start to notice what he's doing there. And the Lions beat the Falcons 23 to 22. 
Falcons. The Falcons. Uh, not hanging on the time clock well at all. They're the only team that loses a game because they accidentally score a touchdown <laughs> at the end of the game. I mean, I it's, they, they just find new ways to blow games every single week. And the Buccaneers beat the Raiders 45-20. to 20. Brady uh, looks good. Blowout. Blowout, yeah. They, the Gronk-Brady connection finally coming to light bad. last two weeks. The Buccaneers are definitely looking like a Super Bowl contender at this point in the season. I agree. Especially now with Antonio Brown being signed. Oh, they're going to – with Evans, Godwin, Brown, Gronk, and they have like Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones with Tom Brady, at quarterback. That's a dynamic offense. I know. It's certainly threatening just hearing all those names in, on one team. I don't know how you prepare to stop that team. I really don't. And 49ers looking like them old selves from last year, beating the Patriots 33-6. to yeah, they looked good. They looked good. Maybe the replacements for all their injuries earlier in the season are starting to improve, starting to get more comfortable in the system. And we'll, we'll see how they look in the upcoming weeks as they face the some they, – I think they face the Seahawks this weekend. So that will definitely be a good matchup to test how playoff ready they are at this point in the season. Definitely. And as we were saying, Cam Newton just not looking like himself since he had coronavirus through three interceptions. Yeah, he's about to get himself benched in the next few weeks if he keeps this up. And Chiefs beat the Broncos 43-16. to Le'Veon Bell, he looked good. He looked good in that game, getting a lot of, a lot of carries and targets. And the Chiefs defense looking strong. Yes, they looked very good. They were... Chiefs defense and special teams definitely came to play in that game, and the Broncos had no answer whatsoever. And the Chargers beat the Jaguars 39-29. to Yeah, Herbert, he looks really good. Looks great. Looks really good. Him and yeah. Joe Burrow are going to be dueling it out for Rookie of the Year, it seems like. <laughs> I agree. And Cardinals beat the Seahawks 37-34. Seahawks' first loss. Yeah, what a game. That was a really exciting game, I have to say, with it going to overtime and then, you know, just going back and forth and back and forth. It was missed field goals and missed opportunities. What a, That was just quite a game. Probably one of the best games of the season, if I had to guess. I agree. Very good. Coming down literally to the last second. Exactly. Yep. And DK Metcalf with a crazy rundown of Buda Baker. He was on that pick, should have been pick six. He was running like 22.6 miles an hour. I mean, ridiculous. And the Rams beat the Bears 24 to 10. Rams defense looking good. Two interceptions, four sacks. Yeah, the Rams goals, defense. Not as good. No. They, the Bears offense looked very poor. And Rams defense gets back on track, has, has a great game, taking down a – Saw a solid Bears team, but for their record, I feel like they're on paper they're much worse right now than their record. But if they can keep it up for a few more games, they'll be in good shape to get into the sneak into the playoffs later this season. I agree. I want to see Trubisky start. I just want to see the dynamic and what would happen. 
Hey, I think they should. They could have one half of Nick Foles, one half of Trubisky for the next few games. Just compare and then make a decision off that, or switch off every drive. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't throw the team's rhythm off at all. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, in other news, did you see the Ravens signed Des Bryant? Yeah, so that he was very excited to be signed. I I hope that he's even halfway as good as he used to be. I, I think so. I mean, he's so good. <laughs> he he is. He hopefully after tearing his Achilles last year with the Saints, two days after signing, it was so so depressing. He he should fit well into that offense with Marquise Brown and Willie Sneed and Mark Andrews. So hopefully he can slide in there as the like a wide receiver too and put up some decent production. And this was Chandler. This is Justin on another episode of third and long and as always remind you to open your mind